If you're like, I'm going to do the 21 day fix and you're looking at Sheila over there, she's on day 14. She's got muscle definition. She has not skipped a day. She's bringing all those containers of the colors of the rainbow to work. You can't even get the small orange container open. You skip day three. You feel like you're already off the wagon and you're comparing yourself. So now you might want to take it to another extreme. You're thinking, well, screw the 21 day fix. I only lasted three and a half days. I'm just going to fast for 48 hours. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Inside Out Wellness Podcast. Today we are talking about Enneagram 3 wellness. What's an Enneagram 3? On the Enneagram type system, Enneagram 3s are achievers. They are performers. They are the folks who want to do it all and do it right. They want to be the best. They want to work hard. And hello, I am an Enneagram 3. So this is a very interesting episode for myself. All right, well, Once again, on the Inside Out Wellness Podcast, we are all about personality-based wellness. So two different people will approach the same exact health plan in two totally different ways. That is why I incorporate the personality type system called the Enneagram, which is nine different types, into my wellness coaching. So in the show notes here, you will be able to see links if you are unfamiliar with the Enneagram to previous podcast episodes, blog posts, articles, a test that you can take to determine your personality type as well on the Enneagram. All right, so Enneagram 3 wellness. Now we are going to be talking specifically about mindset shifts for the overachiever health seeker, all right? So you've heard me say this before. In order to create a healthier body, you must first create a healthier mind. And for overachievers specifically, that can mean a really big shift. So being the best at any one thing is a scam. I'm coming out and saying it. And with work and with wellness specifically, it can become an internal attack of comparisonitis for Enneagram 3 achiever performers. So on the Enneagram, um, the number three is either called an achiever or also a performer because they want to perform. They want to uh, do the best, be the best in any given situation. Um, They've also been um, called a chameleon of sorts, meaning that in whatever situation they are in, whatever conversation that they're having, they can really very well adapt to the situation. So they can talk or behave in a certain way dependent upon the situation that they are in. So nevertheless, these leader overachievers, um, to us, to them, it is be the best or bust. And there's not anything wrong with striving for those efforts, right? We need humans like that in this world. In order for the world, the planet, the universe to thrive and survive, we truly need every single type on the Enneagram. Hands down, no doubt. We have to have every single type. Um, It's like a football team. You can't just have a bunch of offensive linemen. You can't have a bunch of kickers, right? You have to have a diverse team, and that is what the Enneagram is made up of. So for our achievers. They are striving for the best, but you really have to do it in the right way. To get and to stay healthy, achievers need to think differently as much as they need to behave differently. So that is why today we are talking about the three mindset shifts 
to level up your hustler health game. Now, if you would rather read this, you can go over to wholehearty.com and see the latest blog post. And if you would rather not forget about these weekly podcast episodes and the weekly blog posts, you can receive the self-health weekly newsletter. So it's, I call it self-health, you know, kind of sounds like self-help, but I call it self-health because again, this is personality-based. This is working your wellness from the inside out. We are all wired for wellness in very different ways. So if you want to be reminded about this weekly wellness wisdom coming at you on Wednesdays, sign up for the self-health newsletter over at wholehearty.com slash newsletter. All right, here we go. Mindset shift number one, vulnerable over victorious. So if you have a tendency, if you are describing yourself as an achiever and you have a tendency to think, I just need to win. I just need to win this. I just need to be be the best at this. You need to consider also what's going on inside. So winning at any expense, whatever it may be. Here we're talking about wellness specifically, but I relate a lot of my wellness advice towards work because the majority of my clients, the majority of folks who have been in my programs have been full-time working women, men, corporate executives. Um, and it can be tough when you're trying to be the best at everything and it's a struggle to balance both work and wellness. So winning at any expense, that actually causes avoidance of the real issues that are blocking your wellness success. So the problem here of choosing to be victorious over vulnerable is that you are go, 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 whatever the pill, whatever the diet, whatever the routine, you are willing to win at any expense, but there may be some underlying factor that is causing you to be in the state of health that you are in that you are avoiding or ignoring. And that's a really big problem. So one step, there are many steps to be taken in this situation. One step would be to talk to someone, all right? A close friend, a spouse, a family member, a therapist, a wellness coach about behaviors or character traits that you want to change specifically for the betterment of your health. So you might even want to journal this out first. Um, I strongly feel that taking the time to really think through and write through your thoughts, feelings, and concerns first, that really helps you then articulate to whomever you want to speak to what exactly you are you are looking to accomplish and why, all right? So of the three mindset shifts we are talking about today, number one is vulnerable over victorious. Get vulnerable with yourself. Admit to yourself even before you're able to submit, admit, admit to somebody else that there is something bothering you and that yes, you are striving for wellness, but you want to do it in the right ways. Okay, mindset shift number two for our overachiever health seekers is growth over failure. Now, it can be a huge problem when you're comparing yourself to others. Again, this can be with work or wellness. You're comparing yourself and that makes you feel worse about your worth. So again, if you're like, I'm going to do the 21-day fix and you're looking at Sheila over there. She's on day 14. She's got muscle definition. She has not skipped a day. She's bringing all those containers of the colors of the rainbow to work. You can't even get 
get the small orange container open, you skip day three, you feel like you're already off the wagon and you're comparing yourself. So now you might want to take it to another extreme. You're thinking, well, screw the 21 day fix. I only lasted three and a half days. I'm just going to fast for 48 hours. What can happen is when you're comparing yourself, you put yourself down, you're feeling worse about your worth, and then you might take it to another extreme, which is going to hurt your health more than it would even help it. So when you're feeling behind or you're feeling less than, that is actually depleting the positive energy required to succeed. So when you're putting yourself down, you are actually taking steps backwards. So try to put that image mentally in your mind. When you are putting yourself down, you are legitimately taking yourself backwards. So think putting yourself down, going down. You need to rise yourself up so you can raise to the top. So instead, you need to make your quote, quote, perceived mistakes, right? The mistakes that you see them as, you need to make those mistakes work for you. So see those apparent failures as critical steps in the overall process. So instead of thinking, oh man, you know, I made a huge mistake. I had too much whatever, cottage cheese, I don't know what's on that diet. I did purchase it, so that's how I know. (laughs) But I remember putting cottage cheese in like the orange box. I don't know, y'all. Anyways, you made a mistake, you want to put yourself down, then you again are going to tell yourself, you know what, it's Wednesday, I'm just going to binge through Sunday and start this all over again on Monday, which sets you back because now you're eating worse than you would have if you didn't even start that diet in the first place, right? So instead say, okay, I see a critical factor here. Maybe I just don't like putting my food in tiny compartments, right? It's really frustrating. I have to wash these things every single night. Or maybe by day four of our super intense fitness plan, I need a rest day. So maybe the 21 day fix says that I should rest on Sunday. I need to rest on Wednesdays or whatever the case, you know, you have to make it your own. Maybe it's a whole 30, maybe it's keto, maybe it's grow with Joe, maybe it's tone it up whatever program, Peloton, all the Peloton programs right now, you need to make it your own and customize it to your schedule, your lifestyle, your goals, your personality so that it can work for you. All right, shift number three of three. Why over when? You need to think about why you want to get healthy in the first place over just winning the the wellness contest in your mind instead, all right? So your desire to be the fittest friend or the cuttest coworker lacks depth and meaning. So that vanity drive will only get you so far. Think to yourself, what is going to keep you healthy in the long run? If you just want to be the the skinniest, the the shreddedest, the the fastest comparative to others in your community, what's going to happen later on when vanity is not going to take you to that next step in longevity? You know, what if you end up coming down with an injury or an illness that you cannot maintain this this drive to be the best looking? So you need to think deeper on why you want to win at wellness in the first place. So for example, you want to get lean and feel lit to fuel your purpose, not your ego. So this is the way I like to see it. 
Who are you here to help? So this world was created for community, right? For relationships. We are all here for a specific purpose to help someone else. Whether it is one individual person that we were assigned to help that we might not even know yet, or it's a it's a larger group of people that we are here to help, you need to identify what that is. So who are you here to help? How do you need to show up for them? Let's even talk about kids. If you have children, you are assigned to help them grow, right? So how do you need to show up for your kids? I'll tell you a quick story here, take a beat. When I was considering at the end of December, this was maybe before Christmas break, I was entertaining the idea of going booze-free 23, right? Going alcohol-free in 2023, 2023, right? So we are in like mid to end of February right now. I haven't checked my app lately, but I think I'm at almost um, 60 days. So... I tell my husband this and he's like, "Mm, you know, I would not like post anything about that yet. You know, I wouldn't really say anything to anyone about that yet. And I think that he was concerned that I wouldn't go through with it. Well, then I tell Bo, who is my fourth grader. And I said, Bo, I am thinking about not drinking for an entire year. And he's like, wow, yeah, do it. I think he may have said, what do you mean by drinking? And I had to explain like wine, alcohol, you know, booze. And he said to me, mom, think about how much better at your job you will be if you aren't drinking. Mom, think about how much of a better parent you'll be if you aren't drinking. Like what? Like how does he even get this in his brain? That was very inspiring to me. So I need to show up for my job, for my clients, for my children, for my husband, for my friend, for my parents, for my brothers. I need to show up lit. I want to be very concerned in their daily activities, in their trials, in their challenges. So, and then if I want to show up engaged and energetic and full of love for my people, passions, profession, and purposes, then what do I need to do to show up in that way? What do I need to do for my health? So think about that from your perspective, right? Whoever it is that you are looking to help, that you feel that you are are here to help, whether it's a group of people from a job perspective or whether it's your family, how do you need to show up for them? And what do you need to do with your health to show up in that way? Okay, so those are the three mindset shifts for our overachiever Enneagram 3s, right? Number one was vulnerable over victorious. Number two was growth over failure. Number three was why over when. And again, if you want to be reminded of this weekly wellness wisdom coming at you via blog and podcast, you can head over and sign up for the self-health newsletter so that it comes to your inbox every Wednesday. So that is wholehearty.com slash newsletter. Now remember, an Enneagram 3 achiever approaches health differently than an Enneagram 2 helper, right? Me personally as a three, I can wake up and go. I can wake up, work for two hours, get the kids to school. Then I can do my own workout, go through my full day of work, client work. And then when my kids come home, I can help them, feed them. I do have a two wing. So I've got this like achiever with a heart, I call it. However, I've had two clients 
Enneagram 2 clients say that, you know, mornings are really for family. I really need to make sure that my kids feel loved and that we have enough snuggle time. And if they want to work out during the day, they're really thinking about other people's schedules and where they can fit it in. That's my motto. Two different people approach the same exact health plan in two different ways. So for Enneagram 3 achievers, wellness is all about the heart behind the habit. What are the underlying motivations behind your behaviors? So think through that if you are an Enneagram 3 or if you have a loved one or a friend who is an Enneagram 3, hopefully this was helpful to you and to them as well. So stay tuned for more Enneagram-based wellness tips for all nine personalities. I like to categorize my wellness advice in three core buckets. That is food, focus, and fitness. However, we have kind of advanced level uh, core buckets as well, including friends, family, future, faith, fun. I just love F words for some reason. In each of those buckets for food, focus, and fitness, they each have multiple layers uh, within them, right? So for food, there is biodiversity, there is eating habits, there is consistency. Uh, With fitness, there is your routine, there is the variety that is included, the importance of each um, type of exercise that you're doing. So in each of those layers, I connect them to personalities. Because again, two different people approach the same health plan in two different ways. If you'd like to learn more about the Enneagram, hop into the show notes and I have linked several podcast episodes and blog pasts uh, from previous shows that you can learn more about what the Enneagram is, what it means in relationships, and specifically in health and wellness as well. Remember y'all, wellness is not one size fits all and it's also not all or nothing. It is all with edits and those edits are all based on your personality, lifestyle, and goals. See you in the next episode.